Hello, and welcome to the Cardinal Cafe. My name is Greg Chassain, and I'm the president of Voices of Hope, along with my partner, Ed Siegel, the vice president of Voices of Hope. Hey, Ed, what's going on? Hey, Greg, how are you? All right, another week. Another week, uh, another week that's a little bit warmer, you know, finally getting to enjoy the tease of what's to come in the days and weeks ahead, which is nice. Yeah, we had a robin in our yard, the first one I've seen this year. Really? Yeah, little family of robins. They chased the cardinals off the bird feeders, so I chased the robins away. I'm like, what are you doing? No way. But yeah, it was uh, the first one. I was like, it's spring. There they are. Yeah, yeah. we had one sitting in the tree at the end of our driveway, just singing away the other over the weekend. So it's kind of nice. I can't wait for the warm weather. Today actually is the first day of a 7 p.m. sunset, and it doesn't set below 7 p.m. till September. So everything's gravy from here on out all summer. I know. I was actually at rehearsal Sunday night, and it was after 7 o'clock, and I was looking out the windows, and I couldn't believe it was still light out. Yeah, it's great. Oh, we have to get our sports second in here for our friends who love sports ball. Um, oh, Thursday is the Celtics trade li- deadline. Any predictions? Just listening to the news, and maybe, I forget what his name is, the guy from Atlanta, possibly. Dominique Wilkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human highlight <laughs> rail. <laughs> uh, so many people have no idea what we're talking about exactly um yeah i don't know i have a funny feeling that danny's just gonna sit and wait for his uh his exemption for the off season yeah the only name i've heard is basically marcus smart might be moved that's about yeah. it the big news of course are is march madness which is truly madness this year because i can't believe all the Double number seeds that are in the Sweet 16. <laughs> well, as all my friends know, I, I bleed black and gold. I'm a Purdue fan, so I was devastated they lost in the first round. But they started four freshmen, so we've got a huge three years ahead of us. That's right. And we've got the number two basketball players in Indiana High School coming to Purdue next year as freshmen. So all is going to be good in the world of black and gold at Mackey Arena. But it was weird seeing Mackey Arena host it and seeing the stadium, but the floor wasn't black and gold it was uh, right. march madness blue it was weird yeah very weird i grew up on neutral. that floor <laughs> <laughs> if anybody picked the right games then they're a genius and they should yeah i don't know no they're just lucky i still have my all my teams in the final four but we'll have to oh, see wow. how things go wow then you you're much better than anybody else <laughs> enough of that let's get to our guest Roger Desjardins is a member of Voices of Hope. He's an amazing man. Just tell you a little bit about him, what he's done for us. He's been in a few shows, and we'll talk about that. But Roger has raised by himself $42,000 over the last few years. He ran 1,000 miles. He biked 1,500 miles. He ran the Boston Marathon the year that it decided to pour buckets of rain all over everybody. And um, like I said, 42000 on those journeys that he's been on an amazing person a wonderful friend and uh thanks for coming on Raj. thank you roger for everything good to be here it's good to be here roger and i sometimes have coffee at heavenly donut hang out talk shop and everything and during the covid we haven't been able to do this so this is as close as we can get so who knows where this conversation will go <laughs> well you guys should be eating donuts right now yeah <laughs> no you can't eat donuts and you know run a thousand miles I've already put on the COVID-19. I don't need any more. Well, I don't run a thousand miles, so I look like a donut. Yeah. Roger really got us uh, involved through your friendship with Dave McGilvery. And we talked about VOH possibly doing a road race of our own. And at that conversation, I remember hearing 
why don't you just join a road race? You don't want to put one on. <laughs> I think that was a life-saving moment for all of us there. Yes. Roger, when did you actually come to Voices of Hope? People have come over the last 11 years, but was Godspell your first show? Yeah, Godspell was my first show, but I did. Uh, it's actually my son, Chris, that uh, uh, invited me in. Um, you did something with the Merrimack Valley Philharmonic. Right. And that was the first time that I was with Voices of Hope. Then my first show was Godspell. Yeah, that was at the Rogers Center, right? Was it a Christmas it, show? It was. It was at Mary, Merrimack College, yep. That's yeah. right, because we were just watching the video of Tiny Little Baby, and you were standing right next to me up on the back risers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chris is uh, one of our musical directors. He's been with us for a long time. Amazing, amazing talent. And uh, we see where we get it from when we see Raj. You've done theater before that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've done? My first uh, dive into theater was uh, Roy Early, a good friend of mine. I, I came Back in the early 80s, I was uh, singing in a folk group at St. Augustine's in Andover, and Roy was in that group, and uh, he was also a member of Regal Players down in Walton, and he invited me to come down and try out, and which I did, and you know, I got involved with them. They did, I think I did three shows with Roy in the 80s. We did Hello, Dolly. We did Pirates of Penzance. We did South Pacific. But the thing I enjoyed the most at Regals was they did the show every year, Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. I did it like for four or five years in a row, and it was 10 shows in two weekends. And the house was packed. And 10 in two cool. weekends? They did Thursday, Friday, two shows Saturday, and they added two shows Sunday. We used wow. To do so he did 10 shows in two weeks. But it was it was twelve hundred seats and it was packed and we just had we just had a ball. Yeah, and, uh, I've been to a lot of those shows. That's amazing. Yeah, they're really that was, fun. That was my introduction. We had my daughter Catherine. I think she was born in uh, nineteen ninety. So it got a little bit hard to do shows with it with an infant. <laughs> we kind of backed off, but I never I never stopped cantering. So I've always cantered at church since the early eighties. My son Chris would play for me at church, and then he invited me in to uh, sing with you guys, which was great. And I did do um, Godspell. I don't know what year that you probably know. Was that 15, 14, 15? Um, let's see. That was uh, was Godspell our third show? Yeah, it was our yeah, third show. Yeah, that would have been... 13, 14, somewhere, 14 or 15. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. And then then I did one uh, Fall Gala, and then, uh, you know, then just I own a company, so I just got too busy at work. So we dove into work. But I, I love your mission. Let's raise as much money as we can to fight cancer. I mean, you can't. You can't raise enough money to fight cancer, but you, you know you know my story. I mean, I lost my mom in her 90s. She had cancer, though, when she was in her 60s. You know, she survived for 30 years with cancer. Wow. And my mother-in-law, my sister, I couldn't do enough. So if I couldn't do the shows, I'll put on some sneakers. Yeah, it was that, that first year. I think the first year uh, was the 1,000-mile run. And then after that, you did the marathon, correct? Was I did. It, I did the marathon way? in 2018, yeah. Oh, yeah, because we gave you the number for, for the marathon at the 1,000th-mile party when we crossed uh, right. over did. the River at Lawrence. Yeah. You and Dave McGillery did, yep. That's correct. Yeah. That, was, that was a fun day. I, I'll never forget that, just running that mile, running up, up Canal Street. The last mile. I ran it too, believe it or not. I know. <laughs> Every, all of my friends at VOH ran it with me. It was it, That was spectacular. It was really, really special. And it wasn't a uh, easy year to do it. And then the next year you ran the marathon. And talk a little bit about that experience because you ran it. And I think even for marathoners who've been doing it a long time said that was the hardest 
they've ever had to oh, run weather-wise. It yeah. was. Um, we, you know, I ran it with my son-in-law. Pat ran for um, for Lazarus House in Lawrence. You got a bib uh, to run for them, and I ran for you guys and raised money. So we were charity runners. But the charity runners, you know, park. It's a forty-five minute walk to the to the starting gate. <laughs> And so, and when we get out, when we were free, we were freezing. It was snowing. We started to run, and the first mile in, you know, he looked at me, and I looked at him, and the wind is blowing sideways. People are wearing, you know, trash bags to try to, and it's like a, they're like sails, you know. They, you know, it was just we just laughed and just kept running. So, I mean, we wanted to. We were training well. We we should have got in under five hours, but we did it in five hours and twenty four minutes, which. Would I like to do it again? Yeah, but I, I don't know if I could train again. I yeah. Boston's a tough a tough marathon to train for just because of the time of year, and all your training is outside in the winter. Yeah, yeah. There were weekends that we ran. It was it was minus twelve, Oof. and you just say, "What are we doing?" <laughs> 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 I will say you were an inspiration for a lot. We put together a pretty good running team, Voices of Hope, when yeah. we ran. Yeah. When yeah. uh, Dave McGilvery did the Merrimack Valley, I forget what it was called, but at Merrimack College, yeah, we had about 25, 25 runners. And you were an inspiration for that because we all followed you. I know your friend Josie ran with you and trained yeah. really well for that. It was, uh, I think, maybe the healthiest we've ever been as a group for two yeah, years so there. You're still you running. <laughs> you definitely got me back into running. I stopped running because of my back and things were were feeling good. But after about three years of running, my back reminded me why I stopped running. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now yeah. I just do a lot of walking. But still, I just never enjoyed running so much as, as I did, you know, because of that. Last year, I, I biked. I, and I biked the 1,500 miles because I, you know, I strained the MCLs. I ran so many miles in such a short period of time. I think it was probably, you know, 1,600 miles in a year and a half. And it was just too much. They're still not right. As a matter of fact, I'm going heading into Boston in the morning to a to a TB12 clinic to see if I can do anything to you know what they can do so that I can run again. I miss it. I miss it terribly. Is that going to be a stretching clinic? Is that what that is or Um they have a lot of stuff that they do but um it'd be interesting to see. They I mean they do they actually do x-rays and they they try to freeze the uh, ligaments because when they're, you know, th- that produces blood flow and the heal. So there's a lot of different things that they do but I really do miss the running. I mean, you know, I started, well, naturally COVID was last year, so we were out of the gym for a year, but we were back the first of March. So three times a week, I'm back in there. I'm rowing now oh. and, I'm, and I'm on an elliptical. So I said, okay, I think I could raise money rowing. I could, I could yeah. do that. I, I, I can see that being my next, my next challenge to- you know, I'll do that with you, Raj, because I love to row. Yeah. I used, I to, I used to work out on the ergs all the time. The first time I did it, I got like three minutes. And I go, oh, this isn't my game. But now I'm up. Now I'm up to twenty minutes on it. So I can, you know, you can push it. And the more you do it, it's like anything else. You, yeah. I, I think you could make it from Boston Harbor to Province, Provincetown. <laughs> there, row, row all the way across. I just like sitting on that same machine. <laughs> now, do you have the ones that have the cool video now? Some of the gyms I've seen because when I was doing that a while ago, they just came out with a screen so you can kind of have fun rowing and you're rowing down a river. You feel like you're on the river. Yeah. These don't planet fitness doesn't, they don't have those, not, Ah. not at the planet fitness that I go to, but, but I have seen the machines. And so I I think that'll be my next thing. If they can't fix my legs and I'll row. Yeah. That's a full body workout. Rowing is a killer, man. Yeah. 
but it's good though. Good to get back there and get, you know, get moving. And it just, I can't, I can't sit still, you know, it's, it's tough to sit still. So and if we can raise a buck while we're doing it, you said it at the beginning, you said I was, you know, 42. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm only 8,000 away from 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, you that, know, I'm that you are. <laughs> Roger you likes a challenge. Yeah. We're just uh, going to keep on moving that uh, finish line, Raj. Ah, we'll just keep going. You make you make fifty, you got to go again. You know, just a, I, I'm running out of things. What am I going to do? An egg roll? <laughs> I don't know. What do I do next? I, I'll figure something out. Hey, maybe we can make that part of the show. What should Roger do next? <laughs> make it like a fear yeah. factor moment. I would take. Uh, I would take suggestions. Uh, we'll we'll use that as a raffle item. Somebody can pick Roger's next activity. <laughs> I'm afraid of what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, I'm sure we'd have some really good suggestions there. Yeah. <laughs> so one yeah. of the things we uh, like to ask people on, on this podcast, how has VOH affected your life, uh, your time in it? We always like to hear how it's affected the people who have been a part of it. We, Ed and I are, have been in it forever. We see things from 30,000 feet a lot. So we always like to kind of talk to the people who come on about, how it's affected them in, in the years they've been in it. BOH is definitely a family and you guys make it uh, their presence. And, uh, you know, there are friends that I made in the three short years I were there, two short years I was there that they're, they're friends for life. Mm. You know, Josie Thomas is uh, Mike Caruso, Arthur. They're just, you know, they're people that are, they're in my life. Carrie, Heather, they'll, you know, they're just good, good people. And Voices of Hope is filled with good, good people. I don't know what else to say about that. When, you, when you're part of a group that not only you enjoy what you're doing, you're trying to fight cancer, and you're with friends, what else could you ask for? Yeah. Right. You yeah. can never have enough friends. Yeah. No. And you brought us Roy and Diane early. Roy and they Diane. came because of you, and, they, yeah. and they're big friends of ours. Roy is the salt of the earth. I, I've known Roy for late 70s, early 80s. People would say to me, you know what? Does he talk? I said, he doesn't shut up. <laughs> well, when you know Roy Early, you know Roy Early. Uh, well, let's He's, not talk too much about him because he just he just uh, has a new home and he might have to have you build him a bigger doorway to get that big head of his through yeah. talking about it. <laughs> maybe well, a jack. He's got his new shed built, so. Yeah, maybe a jack, but no no, no new doors. We'll get his head through the doors. He's just a good, good friend. And he's, an, you know, he's another friend I, I met through singing and through uh, St. Augustine's and through Regal Players and then voices of hope. And, you know, I mean, that's what your lives do. They, uh, you're intertwined. Uh, You have a common goal. Uh, You know, your goal was always, Hey, what can I do? That's fun. And I can raise a buck at the same time. And the running was that way for me. I mean, it wasn't, I I trained and ran all my miles with, you know, my daughter, my son-in-law, my son, sometimes very seldom, but it was a social, it was a social thing. Wait, wait, wait. I, I miss that. Chris ran. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he ran back to the car to get Roger. I think he had a mile in there with me on a thousand. Uh, <laughs> and you got a beautiful grandson too in that family. Oh my God, Luke is Luke is the best. He, we have Betty and I have him every um, Wednesday afternoon, and he has spent three nights here over with us. He gets a little bit, you know, antsy, but as you know, he has a sister coming in June. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So she's always sent the heartbeat out today, which is really cool. And it won't be long. You'll be Luke will be at VOH. Yeah, and, and there's not there's not a better place that he could be. You know, I yeah. mean, can't well, wait for him to come. Seeing the, the next generation come up, you know, every 
kids number that we do in the gala. And then eventually they roll into the kids show over the summertime. So it's, it's really, you, you watch the family, right? It's yeah. watching your family grow. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll get grandpa to do a number with him. Oh my God. We would probably, yeah, we probably, you know, have done some karaoke in a bar or two, but don't tell Chris. <laughs> well, I'll well, tell you, Raj, one of my favorite theater moments, even though I missed singing the national anthem at Foxborough for the Patriots, was because I was doing a show that my granddaughter was in. And just being able to do the show together with your, with your grandchild, well, it's just so special. I can only imagine. We never let Ed forget that, by the way. Nope. <laughs> you guys also threw my name in the hat, and I, one night I ended up on, you know, center floor in a yep. game. Yeah. Right. Heroes Among Us, right? And so I'm I'm sitting there, you know, I have my phone on, you know, after I was in this, I get call, I get like six calls from people that are in the stands, people that I work for, McDonald's owner operators, other contractors, and they go like, what the, <laughs> you know, they just, you know, go to a game and you don't expect to see me standing in the middle. You know, well, all you got to do is run a thousand miles or, you know, run the ball. Somewhere. Like, it, That's it right. Center a, court. And you're channel five star. You never know where you're going to show up. I think you guys probably just got a check from the Napoli family. They, they, uh, yes, you know, did. They, were, they were watching the news two Fridays ago and my phone's lighting up and it's saying, hey, you're a celebrity. I didn't even know any, anything. <laughs> I go, well, I'm always a celebrity, but what did I do now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wasn't arrested for anything, so I must have done something good. It was for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. What you do is, is incredible and uh, it needs to be out there and what people are doing. There's uh, too many stories the other way. So mm. Channel 5 has been a great friend of ours. And uh, anytime we can get your story out there, Roger, I want to because you do so much for us like you said you haven't performed for a few years but what you've done on your own is incredible and and i know you do some other work too like with the lazarus house yeah they're a great a great charity benny and i have been involved well we were involved with, with them for many many years we not in the past couple because we've been so busy but we'll jump back in with them betty's actually retiring in a couple of weeks oh really so yeah she's going to take a little time off and then i wouldn't be surprised to see her at uh you know, Mary Immaculate, where, you know, the nursing home where she volunteered there. I'm sure she'll be back at Lazarus House, you know, and we'll be doing things that we, you know, you just didn't have the time for. So, right. yeah. Why don't you uh, tell people about just a quick minute what Lazarus House does? Lazarus House was a homeless shelter that, oh, my God, I think I re- actually remember the start. It was um, a brother, one of the brothers, one of the Marist brothers from um, Central Catholic, Brother Tom Petit, was one of the original founders. And they were just really, you know, opened as a house. You don't have a place to stay. We've got a room. And that has grown into a food pantry and a soup kitchen. And there's not enough that they can do for the, you know, for the homeless. And Betty and I were on the, uh, we used to do a hike for them. It was called Hike for Hope. We were on the board for 10 years. That's where we met Dave McGillery. Dave actually dragged us in and, you know, they raised, raised some good funds for them. And they opened a transitional housing where people could go from homelessness to actually work, actually paying taxes and getting their own home. I mean, that's so we built that in the 10 years that, that we were there uh, in, in the city. They're just one of those places there. The difference between the haves and the have nots is very slim. Yeah. 
You know, and sometimes we would go over there, Benny and I, and you'd meet somebody that, you know, you, you, you say to yourself, you know, how did that person get here? And in the blink of an eye, somebody dies in the family and they were the major breadwinner and, you know, the spouse can't keep the house. And the next thing she's out with her kids in the blink of an eye and it's nothing they did. So, I mean, that was, that always moved us. And I, I, I remember, you know, going in there a few nights and saying, you know, by the grace of God, it, there's nothing difference between, you know, that could happen to you. It could happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't do anything to, to deserve that. So I feel the same way with you guys in cancer. Who picks who gets cancer? Right. Nobody. <laughs> cancer doesn't see race, color, creed, or money. It, it just finds a place in all of us. And same with poverty at times, you know. I mean, there's, there's certain things we all try to do to keep ourselves out of there. But sometimes you have bad luck. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this, this past year, you know, a lot of people who were living paycheck to paycheck and all of a sudden their paycheck's gone mm-hmm. and there's not enough to, you know, to keep them afloat by no fault of their own. No, nothing they did. No, it's, it's uh, a sad situation in most of those. And I, again, it just shows the heart you have, Roger, for Absolutely. working with them all these years as well. And you and Betty and your whole family. Betty's all hot. I'm all head. <laughs> you guys all forehead or all brains <laughs> yeah that too yeah. <laughs> hey hey don't pick on the guy's forehead all right <laughs> me and my son i have to tell a quick funny story about that ed we had got a drone um because we're shooting some videos now to uh go along with the recording studio where we created for voices of hope so he bought a drone he was flying it this weekend and he did a shot over his head and all of a sudden he's like Oh my God! Am I really that bald? <laughs> <It's a> first... <laughs> I never see that. That's right. It's behind me, so I can't see it. So whatever. <laughs> grass does not grow on a busy street. No. <laughs> and you are one busy man. Oh yeah. my God. Well, Roger, I can't thank you enough for coming on and for all the work that you've done for Voices of Hope and I for allowing your family to be a part of this multi generations in this in this family that. Because Luke, I know, will be with us at some point. Oh, I can't wait to see him on stage. Right yeah, now. we are so yeah. looking forward to Luke. Yeah. Luke, 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 I am your Leia. grandfather. Maybe Luke and Leia. Maybe. Yeah. Leia. <laughs> oh, oh, please oh, let please. please let it be Leia. <laughs> we don't know. We've asked the question, but we're not sure. We said Luke and Leia. No, Luke and I have picked a name for the baby, but our vote doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> we picked Alexandria. He likes it. I like it, but oh. maybe not. If Gabby was a boy, his name was going to be Alex. Alex. We had Alex. Alex's his first name. If Gabby would have been born a boy, so Kirby, my multi poo, his name is Kirby Alexander Chastain. He's he got Alexander, <laughs> <laughs> so got he's in out. trouble. He hears Kirby Alexander Chastain. Get out of this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got to give him a middle name. But yeah, but thank you, Roger. You've, you've done so much. You've inspired so many people. We now have a full-time runner in uh, the marathon, and that's because of your help as well. And you've introduced us to so many wonderful people, and I, I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. We are so blessed, Roger. Thank you. I'm the one that's blessed. I'm the one that's blessed. So before we end, it's, it's time, Ed. Theater slash pop music time. Roger, you got to help Ed out here. Thank God for Ed. (laughs) (laughs) So it's my week to give the question. So here it is. In honor of Stephen Sondheim's birthday, 
What 1957 musical that later was adapted into an Oscar-winning film did he write the lyrics for? 1957 Broadway musical, and the movie won an Oscar in 1962, actually. 19, oh, hmm. One great part, two different actresses played it. One in the movie. Hello, Dolly? No. You didn't do that. No, but I've seen June sing one of the songs. June actually has a dress from one of the actresses. June Wolf? Yes, June Wolf. Oh my God. You've got 10 seconds. You guys must be older than me. No. <laughs> yeah. We saw a version recently where Rob Coughlin played a part at the North Shore Music Theater. He played Officer Krupke. Does that help? Oh, oh gee, West Side Story? Yay! Oh. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Just he, I feed didn't me the answer. Why don't you? <laughs> Leonard Bernstein wrote the music, and Sondheim wrote the lyrics. Wow, mm-hmm. that was one of his first shows. It was incredible. Very good, Greg. You got thank me. you, thank you. Sorry yeah. you didn't win, Ed. That's okay. <laughs> what didn't I win, Greg? Uh, <laughs> rowing with Roger. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowing. Yeah. rowing with Roger. There we go. Well, if you do this all at Planet Fitness, we can get them to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, pleasure. Thank you, Roger. Thanks, Thank Ed. You, Roger. Anything else, Ed, before we go? No, no, that's great. It was just awesome to be with you, Raj, and just to catch up and to hear you. And of course, people listening to the podcast don't know I get to see you too because we're we're seeing each other on the computer screens. But yeah, it's good um, to see you guys. Since we're talking about sports tonight, why don't you give a quick plug for our golf website? <laughs> that's right. July twenty second is our 11th annual Barbara Bird Memorial Classic. Uh, registration is open. You can go to vohgolf.com. It's going to be another awesome day. It's at Four Oaks Country Club and Drake It. Uh, beautiful course. Just have another great day of golf and friendship. It has some great auction items. All the uh, sports teams have donated some great items for our auction that day. It's just a wonderful day. We always have a great year. We always have great weather, I should say, when we yeah. get out there. So vohgolf.org. And if you can't find vohgolf.com, actually, um, go to vohboston.org for all the details as well. We're also looking for sponsorships for the golf tournament. So Absolutely. we have all kinds of great ways you can sponsor the tournament. So we're looking to really beef it up because theater still is not a uh, thing we can do so far in 2021. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to do a big main stage again this year. So golf is our thing this year. Sponsor us or play. Or just go out there and make a donation. We'd appreciate it. Roger Desjardins, thank you very much. Ed, until next time. Thank you, Greg. Next week is uh, Ed's try to has to stump me and my guests. So we will see how that goes. Thank you you all very much. Thanks to Dan Tebow for our engineer. And um, we will talk to you next week. DOHBoston.org. Check us out. Have a great night, gentlemen. You too, Greg. You too, Roger. Thank you. Good night, gentlemen.